not breaking news. Last week's geek news through the lens of two friends with opinions, theories, and fan casting. This is Geek Speak last week. Guys, welcome back for more Geek Speak last week. I am Ed. I'm Brian. And uh, we're here to talk about last week. So uh, I guess we'll get right into it. Um, the latest news is that second Venom trailer came out. That Venom Part 2, the there, what is it? I don't even know what it's called. Let There Be Carnage? It's, 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 yeah. Venom, <laughs> Let There Be Carnage. I personally, I feel like that's just a, a, just a lengthy name for no reason. It's clunky. It's clunky. And the fact that he's already said it twice in two movies, I, I don't need that. But overall, <laughs> it looked just like the first one. It looks entertaining. I'm in. I'll watch it. I don't really have very high hopes for it. I'm just going to go in and watch it. And Woody Harrelson at least has a decent haircut in this movie, which is <laughs> which is refreshing because that that wig on him the last time he came back and was like, yeah, we're we're just ditching that wig. That yeah. that that's not we're not doing that. I hope they bury that in the deepest darkest vault they could find because that thing was horrid. <laughs> but uh, honestly, I yeah. Mean, it, 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 it was bad. Uh, the the trailer just looked like more of, of of like you said. It looked entertaining. It was pretty much like more of what was entertaining about the first. And then yeah. like I, it doesn't look horrible. I think it still has a PG thirteen rating, which I'm like, yeah, I should have pushed that a little bit. But I mean, whatever. Okay, they've already done it for other movies. So why why now hold it back when that's a character exactly who will only get better with that you know it doesn't and with carnage i feel like you should have pushed that r rating because carnage is a pretty much an r-rated character like the things that he's going to be doing should be like really messed up it shouldn't be like a bunch of off-camera deaths like it shouldn't just be him and people dying off so off to the side like eight carnage should be you walk into to 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 a building and there's just eviscerated bodies all over the place and carnage is just chilling hanging from the ceiling yeah, that's I what agree. i was like that, that's that's what i want to hear see like I mean, they give even, me some some hints of that but even if they touch on the which i i was hoping for of the the like backstory of him being a serial killer which oh, yeah, definitely should are. be gruesome you know it, it should be straight out of seven it should be he should be scary and he should be a guy that you're afraid of. So not having which, VR kind of doesn't lend to that, you know, which they, and you know, they like tried to do it, you know, with the, at the end credit scene with the whole hello Eddie written in blood. And, and right. it's like, I get what you're trying to push, but it's like, again, you have a PG 13 rating without, yeah. without you actually having to sit down and explain one of his worst crime scenes or something. Right. Or at least give me some like crime scene photos or something. Then like, because I really feel like we're going to get. Yes, he's a serial killer. He's prolific. He's on point and, and everything. And then he goes to get executed. And you know, in this trailer, pretty much gave away that line that the way that went through. You know, Eddie goes to visit him for the interview. He bites Eddie. 
the symbiote yeah, it gets gave away death. way too much it gave exactly. away how he gets and the i'm like and i was the final battle i, I was wondering I mean, how it would happen like, and the fact that they showed it to me i was like but i would have been fine finding that out in the movie that would have exactly. been perfect like we already know he's going to become carnage that's right. all you need to do yeah and i mean the fact that they're putting it we've already talked about this like i didn't need to see that i didn't need to see their final fight that line in the movies, if it would have played where he's like, it was kind of like a Bruce Banner Hulk kind of thing where he's like, come on out. I need you to come out where he asks him, come on out and I'll let you eat everybody. And he's like, okay, that would have been played good in an audience in a theater, but now we already know it. So it's kind of a waste. Exactly. You know? That, that, and the, Oh shit. It's a red one. Like, yeah. yo, like you should have left that alone. Like yeah. I cracked up when I heard that, that was line. funny. Like he, yeah. he, I was like, see, no, you should have left that be because in the theaters, that whole scene is going to play a little differently because we know that part is coming. Right. And it's like, if I hit without us knowing we would have just lost it in the theaters. We just cracked up laughing. But then again, at the same time, we probably would have missed part of the joke because we've been laughing so hard. Yeah. It's also one of those things where another movie that just recently came out had the same issue where they showed the last final battle and part of, I can't even believe they did this. They, they showed some of the end credit in the trailer, which is, I don't even understand that. Yes. But I mean, it's like, we already know you have to, if you know anything about Venom or symbiotes or whatever, you know that one of the things that can get them away from their uh, host is by the, the vibrations of bells. So the fact that they're in a church at the end leads you to believe that's the last scene or the, the last final battle. So they're kind of spelling it out for you already. It's like, I didn't need that, you know, just leave it simple, but that ain't the way it is. And, like I said, for what it is, it looked okay. It looked decent, and I'll watch it. I'm not. I'm definitely not hyped for it. It's definitely not going to have any ramifications on any of the Marvel movies. I know that. <laughs> so it's just a movie I'll watch, and it'll flow over me, and I'll forget it in a day or two and move on with life. But eh, the fact that we're even getting a Venom and a Carnage in a movie is cool. So I'll take it. I'll take what I can get for now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and, and, this venom, and this venom and this venom is still far and away better than the venom from Spider. Oh, sure. Yeah, I mean, that's right, that's a that. that I can't even talk about that movie. Yeah. <laughs> so bad. Um, the fact that they're even going to be, from what we're told, that they're going to be revisiting the Raimi stuff. How much are they bringing back? You know, are they bringing back anything from Part Three? Because Sandman. Sandman, Sandman, Sandman. Yeah, that was Sandman, right? Um, he was pretty yeah, cool, Sandman. but the rest of it was just bad. So I did like yeah. um, Satan Church. He was he was well cast and he did good in the role. He looked good. He was very well cast and he he played it really well. Like that character was the best part of that movie. Um, Which if they would have just did him in that movie, it would have been much better, I feel. Get oh, rid yeah. of the new goblin, get rid of the 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 Venom stuff was just a waste. It was just in there as like fan service because the studio, yeah. like everybody loves Venom. So put them they in. Ru- they rushed that. That should have been that. That movie should have ended with Eddie getting the symbiote. It shouldn't yeah. have. It, it should have went to part four. I kind of exactly. know why they put the new Goblin stuff in there because it was wrapping up a trilogy of 
that's where Harry, uh, yeah, Harry was going. But still, it, it didn't hit for me. I didn't think it was very good. I didn't think it was very well done. I think if you would have kept the spotlight on Sandman, it would have been a lot better movie. But no, yeah, it is yep. what it is. But um, the, other than that news uh, this week, we didn't have too much in the way of movie news or, or, you know, superhero geek news. But we did get a little bit of a, I guess, a peek at what the Hawkeye series is going to look like. And they, they revealed a little bit about the plot and the characters and stuff. So uh, what did you think of, think of that stuff? I'm looking forward to it. Um, the I, 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 I didn't get the chance to read the, the David Fraction run. Um, I read like the first couple of issues, but I enjoyed it. And it's like one of the most, it's like one of the best things that people have said has happened to Hawkeye. Like, it was very good. Um, comic had, wise. Yeah. We had read the uh, comic for a comic book club. I'm in, and it, it was kind of like, you know, uh, uh, four or five different stories, but it was like, very odd because the last story didn't fit into it at all. It was very disconjointed. Right. But the the first three or four uh, little uh, little chapters in it were very good. So I think that's where they're going with it. Obviously, they're going to bring in stuff from the uh, spoiler alert. Black Widow stuff is going to be coming in. So I, I think we're going to get a little bit of that. But I think it's going to stick primarily to that. Uh, I guess that story run where the mafia is after him and and Kate Bishop is under his wing, which is cool. And I mm-hmm. like the character of Kate Bishop. I'm not like super duper up on all her stuff, but the stuff that I have read of her, she's pretty cool. Um, yeah. So I'm, and Haley Steinfeld's a great actress, so I can't wait to see what she does with it. And they're bringing in all kinds of people too. They're bringing in Trick Shot, and they're bringing in um, Echo. And mm-hmm. a few other characters that I was like, I didn't even swordsman's going to be in it. Um, oh, he is. Yeah, he's going to be in it. So I guess it's going to get into the background of of his time with the circus of crime and all that stuff. So that's pretty cool. I'm, I'm excited for that. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing how they spin this, because whenever Marvel decides to spin one of their classic stuff in the MCU, it always comes out really interesting. Yeah. So I, I'm, I'm really looking to see what Easter eggs, obviously, but like what they use and what they don't use and how they spin it as a more modern take on all of that together. Right. Because um, I know when 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 they when they did the ultimate universe, Hawkeye was basically just an assassin. Like they they, they I like they, that take on them, actually. I think that was they, really they, good. They, they, and there was nothing wrong with that, but it's like, I like the fact that now we're getting a little bit of classic Hawkeye thrown in with assassin Hawkeye. Right. Like, I, I like that. So it, it, it should be really interesting how they how they play that with all these characters and mixing it in with the their version of the Fraction run. Mm-hmm. And then like all the classic stuff too. And then, like you said, the stuff that's spilling over from Black Widow. It's almost like, how many episodes is the series? Is it like eight? I don't well? even know that they even released that yet. I'm not okay. sure. But I would I would assume it's probably going to be around the same amount. Um, okay, because if it's like eight, I feel like they're going to do eight for that, not six. Yeah. 
I really right, hope that they right. tap into tap into the stuff where he's, you know, real regretful of all the stuff he did during that five year time. They did say we're we're gonna get some Ronin time too, which is cool because I that's a it's a very small part of that movie, um, Avengers Endgame, but it's pretty awesome, and I would like to see more of it. But I also want to see how it's left him kind of broken, you know, and trying to recover from that after coming back and realizing all the stuff he did was, you know, terrible. I'd also like to get a little bit of um, him being, you know, showing a little bit of emotion for my boy Pietro because Pietro gave up his life for him. So I would like that because they never got, they never hit on that at all. But Other than naming his son. Yeah, but it, it was like, I don't know. I think that there was probably stuff on the cutting room floor there where he actually talked to Wanda or something. Um, but I would like to see some of that stuff too. I don't know. I think, I hope that it's more of a character development, like a character study than just action street level action, because we already have a bunch of shows like that. I don't really, I don't find that very interesting. I mean, some of it's good. Don't get me wrong, but I I think this has the potential to be a lot deeper. I, I, I wholeheartedly agree. And with you saying that, it's it's kind of like I, I I almost hope that during the during the series we get a moment where he catches what's happening in Wandavision on the TV. That would be cool. I don't and, know that that would definitely and, happen. But. And and he needs and like he has a moment where he's like he's kind of deciding whether he's going to go try and go help that or finish dealing with what he's dealing with. Yeah, I think that um. I think it could go a lot of, honestly, like right now, like I think we said in last week's episode, everything can happen now. Anything can happen and everything can happen. So we're at a point now where I have no idea what the rest of this course is going to look like for Marvel. I mean, we know the upcoming movies, but we have no idea what they're going to get into, what character, I mean, we know what characters they're going to bring in, but what those characters are going to get into. So it's pretty exciting, honestly. Right now. Yeah, right now it's actually because even with the movies that are coming out, they don't they don't necessarily like and I'm sure they will at the end of each movie. We'll like we'll see something. We'll we'll know where these things are heading or where they're pointing. But right. because we don't know plots or anything like that, we, we don't know. Like these movies are very much just. Their own little islands, except for No Way Home. Right, which is going everything to is tied to everything. their own little island right now, yeah. separate and um, away from everything else, because they are introducing all new characters that haven't interacted with anybody else in this world right. before, or if they have, we didn't see it, and therefore, they're that's why I'm calling them islands. They're not there, or or whatever they're because they're not connect technically connected to anything that has gone. They are, but they're not. So yeah. we're not jump. We're jumping on as opposed to continuing a ride. Yeah, yeah. It's a it's pretty exciting stuff. And I'm, you know, I was never. I'm not gonna lie. I was never the biggest fan of Jeremy Renner as Castus Hawkeye. I've always been like, eh, I think they could have gotten somebody better. Um, he's a decent actor. I've seen him in other things. He's good in. As that character, he's fine. He's just not what I would. We had a converse, uh, conversation about this a, a while ago, a friend of mine and I, and he's he's supposed to be 
like extremely attractive is is how he's always read and he's kind of a smarmy kind of a a dick about it Mm -hmm. and he's not that i mean granted there's people who find him attractive everybody finds somebody attractive but i don't i don't see it with him you know he's not the pretty boy no, like he's not, he's it. not, he's not just, he's not, he's not Justin Hartley, Green Arrow. Exactly. He had, he should have been Justin Hartley. He is the perfect guy to play him. And but, yeah, but he looks too pretty, not too pretty, too young. Like even as he got older, he still just looked like he had the baby face. A man looked perpetually in his twenties. And if true. you put that dude standing next to the rest of that crew, it would, he would have just looked like CWC. He would just, Looked exactly like what he was, yeah. like a CW dude with the rest of these Hollywood actors. True, I guess that's a good point. But I mean, I think they could have gotten. Okay, here's here's a good good uh, a good pull for it. Um, why do I want to say his name is that? It's not that. Ryan uh, played Runner twenty forty nine. Uh, hey, what? Oh, Ryan Gosling. Ryan Gosling. He would have been good. Actually, yeah, he's a big time, big time actor. He's got the, you know, he's got the look, and I think he would have been better overall. But that's just, you know, my opinion. I mean, he did fine in these movies. He's just not my favorite character, and you know, I'm just like, eh, whatever. I don't really care. But that being said, I am excited for the show, and I'm excited for where his character goes. So, even though I don't know if it's going to go anywhere, so (laughs) we'll see. Yeah. And, and, and I, again, as I said, like, I, I like the character. I personally like the character. I like what he's done. There's not like, but he hasn't had a chance to do a lot. And it's like the most he really got to do was in the age of Ultron. And I pretty much loved everything they did with the character in that movie. So it was like, I, I, it was just, it, it, but at that point it was just like, and then the next movie was what, what, what after that was in The next Avengers one after Age of Ultron, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so yeah. So, and then the next time we see him, it's like the end of the world. It's like I, like you know, and it's just like you know, oh yeah, and he's got a son now, and it, it's just it, we don't like you said. This is a chance to them finally do something with the yeah, character. flesh him out a bit, and and I think that the biggest yeah. thing that they did was in again, it gives them a little bit more background, a little more oh. depth, but. Giving him a family, in my opinion, was a mistake. I just don't. It's just I know they've done it. He's in the Ultimates. He's a has a family and all that. But I don't know. I just don't. Maybe I just don't like him as a character that much, and I don't care. But I just think that that was like kind of like neutered him a bit. I don't know. I think it did the opposite for me than it did for everybody else. Everybody else got more invested in his character, and I was just like, eh, I don't really care. That's just personal. You wanted to know why? I mean, my thing was was we already had the we already had the the smarmy uh the smarmy egotistical playboy. So having two of those would be kind of redundant. True. Which is one of the reasons probably why they changed his character a little bit. Yeah, I get you right. You would have been. Stark, and yeah. that Tony Stark is Tony Stark. Then like, what is what is, what is what is what is what is Hawkeye bringing to that? Yeah, I guess you got a point. Yeah, I guess because he's, I mean, on top of all that, he's not even rich. <laughs> True. True. The, the thing that he was always in the comics was 
he was better than everybody at a lot of things, not just being an archer. And it was like, you know, a jock in, in high school. Right. You know, that that was his personality. It wasn't he didn't think he was smarter than everybody. He just knew he was better than everybody at everything. So, again, that is a little too close to Tony Stark's character. So I could see why they changed it. That's a good point. You make a good point. That's why you're here for your good points. <laughs> I would I would I would have liked, though, that they touched on one character aspect from the comics, and that's him being deaf. See, I'm, I've, really, I've never been so into him that way, so I, I don't, I didn't even know that he was deaf at that way. Oh yeah, is this throughout the oh, comics, yeah. that's or what, is this that's, just that's, in that's one? That's also part of what he's deaf in one ear, I believe. Okay, is I that what makes deaf in one ear? Is that what gives him his connection to Echo in the in the comics and stuff? Or no, no, no. They've just Echo just picked up Echo was just uh Echo was just the first Ronin. Okay. All right. In the comics. Yeah. So they're probably they when she probably shows up, I can almost guarantee she's gonna be rocking the Ronin gear. That would make sense. She was doing it while he's put it down. Yep. Um, like they met each other and he she picked up the Ronin the Ronin name after she after you know that or something like that. Yeah. Or even they didn't meet and she still picks up the Ronin name and now she's gunning for him. That would be cool. That would be a good storyline to go after. It would be actually pretty cool if Hawkeye's just got all these people after him. He's That's got what I was thinking. Echo again after him. He's got Black Widow, uh, Yelena Belova after him. He's got the Mafia after him. He's got the Yakuza after him from all the stuff he did that we saw in and he's just on the run, and this kid's kind of brought along for the ride. That would be a cool way to to, to do the series, honestly. Um, and they do they do kind of kind of cover that in that in that um, what is it? My life as a target, or whatever it's called. Um, it's kind of like that, but it's not entirely. So I could see them doing that, and that would actually be a cool take. I, that would work for me. I, I but I'm excited to see whatever happens. So yeah, I'm definitely because it should. It's I, the one thing that I do like about all these different Disney shows, uh, the Disney Plus shows, is that they are all very different. Yeah, um, they're different in scope. They are different in uh, genre. They are different in feeling. Just they're just different, and I, mm-hmm. I've enjoyed them because of those differences. Um, because I don't feel like, like you, like you were saying, we got a ton of these shows on right now and like literally Arrow, Flash and, and, you know, Batgirl or you know, Batwoman all feel somewhat the same. And, and right. it's like, whether you're, whether, you know, it's, it's the, the, the costuming or the dialogue or the, or the, the casting, there's something about them that has this like through line. That mm-hmm. makes you feel, and obviously it's different with the movies because, you know, they pick their, choose their actors for the roles and everything else, but these shows just feel very different. I mean, the yeah. movies have always felt very different anyway, but the shows feel very, very different. It's yeah, not and like They're even a lot different because I was expecting it to be more like the Netflix shows when they first announced these, but they're not yeah. even like the Netflix shows, which is... Good. I mean, I like the Netflix shows. Don't get me wrong to varying degrees, but um, they're just a, 
the fact that they're able to do what they're able to do in these shows, it's really something. I mean, the production quality is out of this world. And the, the, the Netflix shows felt like shows. These feel like movies chopped up into smaller parts. Yes, exactly. I mean, that's exactly. Even what though you had very good exactly actors in in the Netflix shows, I mean, I liked all those actors, and even Vincent D'Onofrio as Kingpin. Um, he's a big a big get, but it did. It felt like a TV show, whereas these feel like movies. This is movie quality, mm-hmm. movie actors movies that are just chopped up. Even Anthony Mackie said when he was uh when he when he when they approached him to do the TV show, he was like. He's like, yeah, I was happy to do it. But he's like, when I got out, he's like, when I was heading on to set, I expected it to be like, you know, half of the production values of the movies. And I got there and it was literally like walking onto the set of one of the movies. Yeah. And he was like, I was absolutely in awe with the amount of, you know, with the amount of everything that they put in. Right. I, I am from watching it, so. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. I can't wait. And even though it's animated, I can't wait till next week so I can watch me some what if. Yeah, I'm I'm excited for that too. And they just released what the first, I think, three episodes are going to be about. So that's exciting. Um, the first one's going to be Peggy. And uh, I'm excited mm-hmm. for that. So I'm I'm ready for that series. It, it looks like it's going to be a lot of fun. It looks like it's going to have a lot of crazy stuff going on in it. And uh, I'm actually excited really to, to see the last hear the last performance from uh chadwick bozeman as well because uh he gets four episodes yeah which is very cool i mean and and it was funny i just read something either today or yesterday they didn't approach all of the cast to see if they wanted to return for the voices because they didn't ask drax if uh drax his name isn't drax batista if he wanted to be drax and i was like oh that's weird i wonder why it might have something to do with contract uh, nego- you know, like how much they have left on their contracts and stuff like that to fulfill. Or they could have also known pretty much what people's schedules were looking like moving forward. Because yeah, that's were, true too. They got to know what their schedules are like to move forward with our certain movies. Hence, you know, not moving forward with Guardians Three and everything else. So if they're like, okay, James, they're like, they like, James Gunn's not going to be ready because of this. Batiste is not going to be ready because of this. Yeah, you know, and so on and so forth. But I feel like with certain people, they just didn't want to ask because they knew, like with Robert Downey Jr., they knew he was trying, he was basically already trying to be done. Right. And yeah. they're like, we're not going to do that. We've got, we've got, uh, they, they, we've got this guy that, you know, he's already voiced Iron Man before in animated cartoons and he sounds a lot like Robert Downey Jr. anyway. So yeah. you know, we'll use him. And yeah, his name was actually Eric Loomis. He was, he okay. voiced Iron Man and Earth Mightiest Heroes. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Which is I, one of my favorite, which is my favorite. That, that's a really good movie. series. That is an awesome That show is so good. That yeah. and Spectacular Spider-Man are like my two favorite Marvel um, shows. Those shows were just great. Yeah, they, they were they, really they, good. They, they took classic stuff and they took new stuff and then they just spun it together and then a nice little art style. It was oh, It was the closest thing that Marvel ever got to doing like a DC's animated universe. Yeah, it was very good. I, I like that show a lot. Um. I guess that that kind of that's a good segue. Not that, but the uh, actors who were kind of on their way out of the MCU. Um, Scarlett Johansson suing Disney, suing uh, suing not Marvel, but Marvel's owner. So that's a uh, yeah. big, big news. And that's act, someone actually said uh, I I just watched somebody's video about it, and they actually had a lawyer friend go over the information and stuff, and like the actual like what the what the um, what 
um, Johansson's lawyers actually put out and everything. And they were like, it's very telling that they're that they're um, suing Disney and not Marvel because right. it's like basically like, yeah, I have a good relationship with Marvel. Disney did this. And I almost feel like and they're like they're saying that it, it's almost like they feel like Disney did this and not Marvel and Marvel couldn't even do anything about it no matter what. Well, it's not called Marvel Plus. It's Disney Plus. No, They're the ones who exactly. are releasing it. So, exactly. I mean, um, I thought the one interesting thing about the whole thing was their, um, I guess, their message back, <laughs> which was. Oh, yeah, that was rough. I mean, they're basically in in so many words like, well, she's really greedy and she is. Can't she just be happy with the money that she's making? And, oh, she's. You know, she doesn't care about COVID. It's like, no, guys, you didn't no, pay that was, the money she deserves. And that's that was the wrong that was the wrong response. And all, all around, that was the wrong response. It and was, the only reason I could think that they would go that hard at her is that they know that she's not coming back at all, which we yeah. have speculated. Maybe she is coming back. Maybe she's not. But I think this kind of signifies she's done completely. And Disney don't have that held over her or her being held over them. Of oh well, we have to be nice to her because she might come back and make us a lot of money. They're like, oh, she already said she's not coming back, so fuck her, basically. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah, we, a shitty we way. Got to the, do we got the we gave her her solo movie. She's yeah. good, and that's that's crap. I mean, yeah, it 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 really is. It when I basically what I the lawyer said this when I when I watched it or when I listened to the thing. He said it's gonna come down to the the dialogue in the suit and it's going to come down to no matter what this is going to set a precedent mm-hmm. it's either scarlet wins and it sets the precedent that disney has to make sure that they were their crap right and they're in, yeah, in their exactly. contracts or scarlet loses and scarlet has to make sure that she words all of her stuff right and other actors moving forward Make sure that they work all their stuff correctly in their contracts moving forward with anything that has to do with the streaming service. Because what it comes down to is that the suit alleges that they didn't put it in wide release. And what is quote unquote wide release? Well, technically wide release is 15 is the 15, uh, 15 million screens or 1500, 100, whatever number screens that it needed to go out to to be a wide release technically they did do that but now is where the real technicality in the wording comes down to is it release or releases because if it's releases then that means two different releases in which case disney broke contract because they released it twice they released it in the theaters and on streaming but if Release is seen as release total to everything, not just theaters. Then they, they have did break contract. Right. And therefore, Scarlet would lose because technically it did go to the 15,000 screens or whatever. Yeah. And it just happened to go to streaming at the same time. Yeah, it's it's and because yeah. none of that was thought of at the time of this, of, of writing up that contract, because I can almost guarantee it. And then Disney didn't go back and 
try to renegotiate that right. the way other people, other actors have for their stuff coming out on streaming and are currently doing mm-hmm. because there's still stuff coming. Yeah. There you go. So, yeah. So we're like moving forward. This is, this could be a really big thing. Cause you, cause seriously, Den, uh, uh, Denny, Denny Villeneuve. Yeah. Dennis Villeneuve. What I, I mispronounced the name. I'm sorry. Villeneuve. He, uh, he has been a very big proponent of having Dune drop directly to theaters only. And if they don't fix that by the time that's supposed to drop, he's going to end up suing them. That's almost a guarantee. Yeah. And they have every right to, you know what I mean? I, I'm yeah. not a lawyer. Don't get me wrong. I don't know the, the legality of it, but I mean, if your contract states that it's being released in one format, and you're getting the royalties off of that format, and they decide to go and release it in a different format, just pay her money. That's it. You made a whole bunch of money off of this. Yeah. Pay her her money. You know, it's not pay like her it, money. It's not like it, it's not down even to like it went to Disney Plus as a regular thing. It's an add-on. People are paying an additional exactly. $30. So give her what she deserves. She has a contract. She did the work. She brought the people in. People are buying it. People want to see it. So pay her. That's it. And, big... and the thing, well, and the thing is, is the movie theater, the theater industry is still bouncing back. Right. I mean, I see, why, I see why so, they did it both ways. But at the same time, she shouldn't be penalized because. No, 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 no. I, I agree. Know. No, yeah. I, that's what I was going to say is, is it's slowly coming back. So whatever she even recoup, whatever she even got from theaters isn't going to be nearly as much as what it would have been oh, absolutely. Had there in, 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 the, in the first place and, and not just just the whole streaming aspect because personally i feel like this the model that they have right now especially i i would say the disney plus model not the hbo max model the disney plus model is actually smart it's a smart model and I actually think HBO should adopt that model moving forward after this year, because they've already said what they've already said that their release schedule is their release schedule. It's going to come out in theaters, but it's still already going to still hit on HBO Max for the rest of the year. That's it. That's it. Right. But after that, they're not doing that. And I'm like, fine, do the premiere price thing, because guess what? That extra $30 that you're grabbing is still the, almost the equivalent. Uh, it's almost the equivalent of people going to the theaters, except you're all you're paying the one price for all your people as opposed to I'm paying I'm paying $15 per person. And it's also I mean, the way I look at it and I, I just bought the two two movies in the last week. I bought uh, Black Widow and I bought the Jungle Cruise. My thought was, if we're going to go to the movies, like you said, it's going to be me, my wife, my daughter, and my mother-in-law. So that's going to be $40 or $50 or whatever it's going to be anyway. But the way it is now is you get to watch it as many times as you want. You don't get to go see it once in a movie theater. You can watch it however many times you want. So right. it's worth it already. Plus, I'm, I have all the other I'm, movies. I want that movie, so... How how long does that last? The when you pay the premiere price, you just have it as long as you have Disney Plus. You it's on your Disney Plus forever. Well, no, no. Oh, so once you pay for it, it's there. Yeah. So you don't have to wait. 
because because you know how the stuff leaves Disney Plus after the sixty days. No, if you oh, buy no, it, no, no, that's you, not. You, that's HBO I know Max what you mean. Buy. I know, but but that they do the same thing here. It's on there to buy for like, I don't know, a month or two, whatever it is, and then it goes away, and then it comes back when it hits, when it actually drops on there for free. Right. But if you buy it, it's on there forever. So. See, even see, and 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 that and that's and that and I guess that's why HBO Max is getting away with it because it's like it's not like yeah we're getting these movies day of drop, but they're only there for thirty days. If right. you don't catch it in that thirty days, then you're 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 you're, you're screwed until it drops yeah. on Blu-ray, and yeah. and then it hits the service. Right. But I I really think that moving forward, this is what's going to be like the Disney Plus model is what we're going to see from like Par- the Paramount Plus thing from um, like HBO Max. Oh, you want to watch this day of? You can for an extra $30. Well, think about it. I mean, before there was all these streaming platforms, they did the same thing. It was just on uh, like, what is that called? Uh, they would come on and you could buy them for what, however yeah. much they were. Uh, and I, the name of it escapes me right now. On demand? On demand, yeah. You could just buy it for how, you know, as of at least two or three years ago, you could do that. Like a movie yeah. came out, it was in the theaters, you could buy it for 30, $35, whatever it was. So it's not a new concept. But going forward, I think, yeah, you're right. I think they are going to release everything that way. And it's not a bad idea, but at the same time, they're going to have to re-up the, everybody's, the way contracts are being made and everything so that they don't get caught in a situation like this again. Exactly. Or, it's unfortunate, but she's right. I don't care. You know, if, if if that was what it said, then she needs to be paid, you know. Yeah, I, I, I wholeheartedly agree. I'm not saying she's greedy or anything at all. No, I wholeheartedly not at all. agree. Because it it definitely if you if you set up a contract a certain way and circumstances in life change, that contract does not change right. unless you go and change it. And yeah, they just, didn't. So I really think it, it's, just, it's very telling it, what what Disney and like. Everybody looks at Disney like, oh, it's this family-friendly company, and ah, they're so great. And, and they nah. are. Don't get me wrong. They're, they're releasing everything, but they are a conglomerate, and they know that they have all the power. And the fact that they're – it's kind of disgusting, the fact that they're going out and saying, oh, she's so greedy. And, look, she doesn't care about the, how the COVID uh, has affected people. It's like greedy. You guys are making – Uncle Mickey has a very it's, dark it's side. unbelievable how much – one thing that I got to see that you haven't gotten to see yet, I went last week and I got to see uh, Snake Eyes, GI Joe Origins. Um, I will say I'm no spoilers on this. Um, it was an entertaining movie. I liked it, but there's a lot wrong with it. Oh, I mean, God. it's in between Rise of Cobra and retaliation it's probably it's in, in between, between it's in between the two because oh. rise of cobra i really disliked i mean oh god the time yes. that i saw it i i just thought it was stupid and over the top and i hated it i haven't re- revisited it in a few years so maybe i should um retaliation i remember liking a lot still had a few issues but i liked it overall i thought it was very good um but it's somewhere in the middle Henry Golding is very good. Um, at the same time, the story of him and Storm Shadows there, and it's okay. It just goes 
uh, it goes in places where you're like, what are they doing? Why are they, why are they doing the thing that they're doing? Uh, I don't know. I, I wish you had seen it because you'd be able to give me a little more insight on this because I know you've seen all the I do want to see stuff. it. Um, it's just I, I can't talk about the spoilers because they're so – the things I want to say are so insane that I'm like, why did they do that? What is going on? At the same time, I think this movie's doing well in theaters. Um, the action was fine. The action was decent. It's, it also had a little bit of the thing that uh, Black Widow had, which was shaky cam in the beginning, maybe the first half hour. I don't understand the shaky cam. Just, just put it on a friggin', put it on a steady cam. I don't want to see shaky cam shit anymore because it's just, it's disjointed, it's jarring, it looks like shit. Mm-hmm. And especially when you want to see the martial arts, you want to see them fighting. I don't want to see a bunch of cuts to people punching each other in the face and falling on the ground. I want to see what their movements look like. And obviously, some of that may have been done to cover up the fact that maybe they're not as good as they should be. But at the same time. It's just very ugly to look at when they have. I was gonna say not the dude that plays Storm Shadow. The dude that plays Storm Shadow is nasty. He's a he's he's nasty. He was actually my favorite part of the movie. Storm Shadow was my favorite part of the movie. He's again. I don't want to get into spoiler territory, but he's done really well. He's at the guy who plays the actor is is amazing, and I wish there was. More GI Andrew Koji. Andrew Koji. I wish there was more GI Joe Cobra stuff in it. Obviously, it's an origin. It's they're going to, you know, flesh it out later. I'm actually shocked there is as much in it as there is because, like, that's when I saw that second trailer, and they're literally like mentioning GI Joe, and (laughs) it is. (laughs) It's so. Uh, it's such exposition dump it's insane it's there's like a oh wow there's like a three minute part of the movie where it's just like this is the gi joe team this is what they do this is who this person is and then they're like and he's like oh well why are they here and they go oh because of cobra and cobra does this and that's who this oh my god and it's like clunky clunky as shit but Overall, it was a fun hour and a half of the movies. I, I can't say I didn't enjoy a lot of it. If they go forward, I think they're going to have to do a lot of... First okay. of all, they're going to have I to mean, get a new, a new director because the director just wasn't up for the task. And I think they got a, a person who wasn't a very good director because they didn't want to pay for a good director. <laughs> Sad. And then, end up with a, and then end up with a, a movie that doesn't do well. I mean, he was fine, but I really think that somebody who could better handle that material would be a better fit and would make a better movie. Um, just like maybe like Doug Lyman or something. He's he's a guy who can do the blend of military and sci-fi movie well, and he's done right. it before. I think he could do that good. Um, but overall, I, I'd say the movie is... It's worth watching. I wouldn't say go out to the movies. I'd say wait till it comes out on streaming or something somewhere. Um, I just watched it because hey, I wanted well, to see it. Well, sound, that sounds that actually sounds like a plan. <laughs> yeah, I mean, 
I, I want I want them to eventually make more of these movies. But I don't know, man. That last movie, even though, like I said, I, I enjoyed it. But is it good? Probably not. I don't know. I, I don't. I think if they use it as a, as a jumping... A, do you think it'll warrant a sequel? I don't know. I think if enough people go to see it, and they may because right now everybody just wants to go see movies. Right. Um, so it may make enough money to get a sequel. And if they... I mean, people... I don't know. They they may be able to do it. I, I mean, I, crazier things have happened. True. Yeah, crazier things have happened. Those reboot, and I got a sequel. Which one was it? I said people hated hated on that Ninja Turtles reboot, and that's, that's I mean, true. and I still got a sequel. That's true. Yeah, I don't know. Like I don't like I didn't I didn't hate on it, but I like I I I get what people's issues were with it, but like I was not expecting a sequel out of that. I I literally no. was not, and then they like they were like, oh yeah, there's a sequel coming. I'm like. Well, yeah, to that, to that movie, why? Yeah, I was like, why? Like, I didn't. <laughs> yeah, it's not like I hated it, but it it definitely I, like I I thought hate people hated it and it didn't make enough money. Why would you make more? Why would you waste more money on that? Yeah, and then yeah. and then and then they wasted it and then didn't do enough with it. And I'm like, oh, see, there you go again. Yep, which is crazy because <laughs> the the fun part of that movie is that they bring in all these characters that we like. Which they bring in Bebop, they bring in Rocksteady, they bring in Casey Jones, they bring in Krang, and all of it was just. And you do two out of the three right. Yeah. You literally do two out of the three right. right. It's like it's like we got the CG characters right, but this human, we don't know what to do with him. Yeah, weird, weird, weird stuff. It's like we cast a good dude, but we don't know what to do with him. Yeah, it's it's a shame because he could have been a really good Casey Jones, honestly. Um. And I'm like, what? What, why you didn't what did you not do you not watch his show like you just like you did not use him to the best of his ability like what is no. wrong with you like you literally set him up for some cool stuff and then basically had him rollerblading yeah exactly yep who knows man who knows we don't make these decisions we just talk about them that's all <laughs> so um i guess if we have anything else to talk about on this subject but i i, I am pretty much done like I said, I hope I hope we get a sequel. Hope we get a sequel for it. I don't know that we will. Is it a good movie? I just want some proper GI Joe because from the screenshots I've seen, like they even got Scarlett's costume looking somewhat right. I was yes, like, yo, the, the costume looked good on her. Um, I was like, yo, that actually looks like almost comic book and cartoon accurate. What are we doing here? It, it, Down? I, it's just. For me, I can look past the stuff like the exposition dump, and I can look past the very, very over-the-top silly stuff that they do in this movie. There's two scenes that I'm thinking about, spoiler-free, that are just poof. They're like, who who came up with this? It, like, you couldn't take five more minutes and think about it and go, ah, there's a different way to do this. Let's do something else. Um but I can look past that and look at just the story of Snake Eyes and Storm Shadow. And that core element is very good. It's done very well. The actors okay. who are doing it are very good. So taking out all the other stuff, I'm like, ah, okay, it works. But there's other things in it that you're just going to, when you watch it, you're going to go, what were they doing? <laughs> like, why did they do these strange things? 
if they had taken them out or re just thought about it for five more minutes, it, it would have mm-hmm. been a much better movie. But this is what we got. And like I said, I'm just glad that there's another another G.I. Joe, Joe movie out there that we can watch. And I'm hoping that it leads to more and I'm hoping it leads to better. Uh, that snake uh, doesn't have lips in this one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there are no lips. The suit looks good, but there's not enough of it. So I'll tell you that. But again, this is I, I dubbed I dubbed the first movie. I dubbed the first movie um G.I. Joe Lips of the Ninja. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, let's give the guy who don't talk lips. Good idea. Let's put it rubber lips on his face. That's a good idea. <laughs> I, I, to this day, I don't even know what that was about. Like it's like someone someone saw a drawing of him. Where like you could see the outside of his mouth, the outline of his mouth in the in the fabric, like they do sometimes. And yeah. someone was like, "Ooh, ooh!" So he's supposed to have lips in this in this latex suit. Very weird. Very weird. Yep. But uh, anyways, so uh, <laughs> I guess we'll wrap it up there. And um, if we don't have anything else to say, I guess we'll just say thank you guys for listening. Uh, we'll see you next week to talk about last week. And until then, this has been Ed and Brian. Brian. And thanks for listening. Have a good one, guys.